there's a saying out there that if if you're not setting goals and working towards goals, someone else will be setting goals and you will be helping them accomplish them. And I'm a huge believer in that. I don't think that there's a negative in not, you know, like helping someone else accomplish their goals. That's not what I'm saying. I do think that that's competitor-wise. I would, I'd like it when our, I'd love it when our competitors come in and they, and they're like dialed in on, hey, this is where I'm going, and this is what I'm doing, right? Hey guys, welcome back to Riding to Excellence. Uh, once again, I'm your host today, Louisa Merchwhite, and today we have Dr. Hewlett back in the podcast chair, and we are going to focus on new year and new goals because it's been, I think we, we launched Bridget's podcast on the second, and then we've kind of, we had a bit of a corporate retreat and we talked a lot about goals and goal setting. So we wanted to kind of bring that forward to you guys stay on the podcast. So, Hey, Dr. Hewlett, how are you today? Lovely. Thanks, Louisa, for having me again. Yeah, well, thanks for having me working at the clinic. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're just going to talk about 2018 today. What were some of uh, your highlights? You know, it was a pretty amazing year. Uh, it was mm-hmm. lots of fun being in practice, uh, lots of fun being in ownership as well, you know, just in the sense of the clinic and where we're headed. I think if we just kind of dive into a little bit of the uh, veterinary part, it was really enjoyable to see the CFR move from Edmonton to Red Deer mm-hmm. and being a part of that and being the official veterinarian for the CFR was, you know, was really, really enjoyable. Uh, core balance again, another amazing year. Crystal did really well with that this past year. I know you're moving on to that. You're going to be doing a bunch of that this yeah. year. So we really want to continue to grow that product. It just brings so much service to the industry. Those horses that are on it, we just continually see how well they do. Uh, from a recovery standpoint, so really want to you know keep keep working with that, uh, right people, right place. You know we kind of been doing a lot of management stuff, changing up our system a little bit this last year, and I would say at this moment we're really fortunate and in 2018 to have really moved a lot of people into the right seats. You know as far as having veterinarians show up, uh, technologists down you know just receptionist even in the barn right now as far as people that are helping just all those core values are coming together we have people Mm -hmm. that are really fulfilling those right you know and if we kind of then we you know we move into the last part and and why we're really here you know like why you and i are sitting here on this podcast we always talk about is it's the horse right Mm -hmm. um so if we start looking at some of the cool things that happened in 2018 um there's there's lots of things and and I don't want to leave anything out in the sense of if I don't mention somebody's horse today because we had tons of successes but I'm just going to kind of kind of highlight three mm-hmm. that are uh, give us all different industries and but but please keep in mind that we uh, there's a hundred maybe 200 that we yeah can talk we had about. CFR bell racers world finalists yeah people was... shown in futurities all over the place <laughs> yeah. yeah it was a big year crazy yeah. we had more people in Texas and in in Fort Worth this year than we've ever had with horses clients had amazing experiences there you know with pat making the finals mm-hmm. so pat those Rosen, are yeah. yeah so i don't want to yeah so i don't want to belittle that because that's that's a cool horse and 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 you know we're working on that horse right now to kind of follow up a little bit so great story there uh, but just from yesterday um we were down south doing our tuesday run through the you know south run and i looked at a jumping horse from black diamond that we that we got injured at spruce meadows last summer and it was and it came off of it was kind of in a jumping series uh, in the summer series there that it, it got injured and was pretty lame. And this is a new client, um, was a referral from a, an existing client. 
the client came on board. She did all her research too. It's kind of cool to listen to her talk about, yeah, yeah. Because I, I asked her when we got there, I was like, ah, I feel like I've never worked for you before. And she's like, nope, you haven't. And she <laughs> said, but a friend of mine referred you, said that you were the guy for your clinic was the, the person to, to look at my horse. And I then went online and I researched you on creeped you on Facebook and looked at your website and I was really liked what I saw. And so we're going to give it a try. Right. And just amazing client just really followed right through, you know, we went in, did the exam, did all the necessary diagnostics to kind of work things up properly, put ourselves in a good position for the horse, right? The client was willing to do the things that needed to be done diagnostically and got a, a solid diagnosis for it. And then when we suggested regenerative therapies, she never batted an eye. Um, she jumped in, brought the horse to the clinic for the necessary regenerative draws. And then we just set it up the timeline and she just followed through with us. She has been following the rehab to a T. Um, this horse will be, you know, I, I don't want to overstate, but he's on track right now to be back at Spruce Meadows, you know, jumping in the, in the medium to big class. He's not in the Mm-hmm. You know, he's not in the Grand Prix level. That's the goal, though. Mm-hmm. This horse will be in the Grand Prix eventually. Um, and he's he's on board for that. So she's, you know, right down to all the follow-up appointments, the follow-up ultrasounds, the follow-up x-rays, you know, like, and so those are the, those are things that are fun for us to watch those horses come back. Yeah, That's I really just, see that progression from initial meeting all the way through. Yeah, and it brings a smile to my face to talk about it because the client was smiling when I was there. Yeah, know, totally. Right, right well, off. she would be. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, thinking yeah. that maybe the horse would be done and now you're looking forward to a new show season. Like, that's yeah. the dream, right? Yeah, and to come back. And our goal is always to help people to come back as best as those horses potentially can, right? Totally. So, really fun case. Um, let's, you know, let's, let's jump out of one ring into another. So, let's go over to the cutting ring, which is one of my favorites. You mm-hmm. know, we talked a little bit of Pat, about Pat at the beginning. Um, but Brad and Heather Peterson... I think they had a pretty spectacular year, you know, mm-hmm. and it goes back to, you know, when we go back to my, not baby vet days, but long time ago, let's say, I think I've been helping or been working with Brad and Heather for like 15 years. And when we started, you know, she had an amazing horse that retired and he's, I think, and I'm pretty sure the last time I talked to her, he's still running around in the pasture there. Mm-hmm. Um, great old horse, but they, they purchased a, a horse here in the past year, just phenomenal horse that's worked out not no no hero story just more of the solid wellness programs that we like to do you know like mm-hmm. where we really want to be in the barns on a long-term basis and help trainer clients in the sense of showing up there two or three times a year year after year after year and we're working on programs that work so those horses stay in in top competition level especially for these these maturity or fall fall show horses and that's where this horse falls in you know Heather just just killed it at Supreme another good go at Calgary um and you know just had a pretty good year all the way around and Brad was able to you know they kind of tag teamed on that mare and Brad had some pretty good success too so those are mm-hmm. those are always fun I yeah. love I love those things when that comes together and that's just more meat and, like I would say meat and potatoes type practice for us mm-hmm. um and it's nice though when those come through and then the last one I'd like to talk about again is and this jumps over into a whole different arena this jumps into the barrel horse arena which our practice is always going to be there and always going to stay there. You know, you were talking before CFR clients had a really good year there. Um, but just a cool one, a little girl by the name of Amy McDonald, um, started seeing her on a referral actually from Dr. Briggs, um, about a year and a half, maybe two years, I don't, somewhere in there. I may have my blinds blurred, blurred a little bit, but, um, she brought this big horse down to us and he had a very, 
weird and unusual diagnosis. And mm -hmm. the same thing though. She came, we did the exam. We started from ground zero, blocked the horse out, did all the necessary diagnostics to get this horse figured out, found out what his problem was, dialed in on it. And I must say this little girl had the tenacity, like, I mean, just sheer determination that this horse was going to get in the ring because she felt that he was powerful, strong, quick, all those sort of things and just wouldn't give up, right? Just mm -hmm. kept coming back, even though it's three and a half hours one way mm -hmm. to drive down to see us, um, brought him down, got the horse dialed in and, and she, you know, her comment from what she sent us is likely um, would not, this horse would have been turned out into pasture. But because she was so willing to stay with us, he won the ABRA finals. So great determination. So yeah, amazing it. story. I mean, ABRA finals. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna misquote it, but it's I think hundreds of girls. There's almost a thousand entries. Yeah, year. like yeah. it's absolutely yeah. insane. So for yeah. her to say, you know, I thought he was gonna be turned out, yeah. done, yeah, so, so, and win ABRA finals. That's the best. Yeah. So cool, cool story there. You know, and I, and like I said, I I really don't want to leave the the rest of it out because we had. To, there's uh, there's hundreds literally others just yeah. not not from a bragging standpoint it just was a really great year and i don't um, think it's always the big wins either i think for some people it's the first time they got to ride their horse again after an injury or you know maybe just from a competitor standpoint they got over some mental issues that they might have had in the ring you know there's a lot of like big wins for people that we might not even know about or see but we're part of their horse care which is pretty cool too yeah yeah, one more on a really straight personal is that Louisa was in uh, Fort Worth this year. <laughs> I was. <laughs> yeah, at the World Finals. Yeah. Uh, and that's a cool little horse too, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, you know, like, it just, like you said, just sometimes it's not about the fact that you won the World Finals. Getting there was a big goal for you and, yeah. and doing well, you know, and, and, yeah. and, and feeling like you were in the game. Right? Yeah, I took so. a 12-year-old horse that I didn't own and... Um, Dr. Toth and Dr. Hewlett both worked on him. And at one point in a, I had a panicked call to Chad, like before the show being like, what do I do here? And my goal was just to really make sure that he was being treated like a top athlete that he is and that he was going to come out of that situation yeah. sound. He's made world finals twice. So, yeah. and he did, and he came out from it, you know, really solid. So that was from a veterinary standpoint, I just really wanted to make sure that I had the right people on my team to make sure that horse came through and we ended up six overall in the world. So it's yeah, pretty cool. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Just to get there at yeah. that level is yeah. very phenomenal. Yeah, right? it was and awesome. And then to finish sixth out of all those competitors, that's, it yeah. was cool. Anyway, so another big, yeah. Yeah, that was, was a big a, win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a highlight for me yeah. and I guess for the clinic too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so moving into 2019, what are some of your goals for the clinic? You know, and this was when you sent me the email, and I was kind of looking through this. And I was like, "Oh, she just opened up Pandora's box, right?" Because I'm a, I'm a, and, and Louisa knows this. She's been around us for a while. I'm a goal freak. Yeah. Um, I, I will truly state this, and I truly believe it. Um, it's not my quote. I don't even know whose quote it is, but there's a saying out there that if if you're not setting goals and working towards goals, someone else will be setting goals, and you will be helping them accomplish them. And I'm a huge believer in that. I don't think that there's a negative in not, you know, like helping someone else accomplish their goals. That's not what I'm saying. I do think that that's competitor wise. I, I would, I'd like it when our, I'd love it when our competitors come in and they, and they're like dialed in on, Hey, what this is want. where I'm going mm -hmm. and this is what I'm doing. Right. Because you, you just, you, I just find that in my life and I feel like the people around us, the more dialed in they are, the, the more the chances are that they're going to, you know, you, you need to see the horizon a little bit mm -hmm. and visualize it out there and 
and set a stake out there and be like, that's what I'm chasing. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, for us, you know, a couple of, a couple of big things is, you know, Dr. Toth or Kassar, I'm going to say Kassar, yeah. uh, Kassar and Megan are, um, headed off to Tennessee here in the next month. Mm-hmm. I think it's, Megan's one of our great techs yeah, that Megan's you'll often te- see with Kassar yeah. on the road. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I want to make sure I get the, um, proper places in, in, in order here. So Megan tech has been with us for two years. Mm-hmm. But they're both going down to Tennessee to take their rehab course. So we'll have two people certified in equine rehab through, I would say, arguably the best rehab school in Mm -hmm. the world right now. Uh, Not because we're sending our people there, but it is. That's why we're doing it. Um, Really good place. So we're super, super excited about that and how that's going to come back to be added into our practice. And it gives us a really good prescription um, for soft tissue injuries um, rehab programs. And we've been doing that for the last six or seven years. Mm-hmm. We work this, closely with Cooley Equine yeah, and doing Dr. Bunch. Toth's there quite a bit. And yeah. Weekly we're there. Yeah. I think this is going to give us um, a really nice tool in our toolbox from a standpoint of our clients when those horses go coming back from, a, let's say, a suspensory tear or a, a, a meniscal strain. Just anything, kind of anything you can think of, to be honest with you. You can really, this program's dialed right in um, to help with us to or help us be able to kind of put it in a box and be like okay this is the problem and that's where we're going and these so are our rehab programs from that's there. exactly right yeah, yeah. especially so, for people that are taking rehab cases home yeah as you say yeah. and then and, and then people can be at day 30 here's where i'm at day 100 here's where i'm at and mm-hmm. I, I i that's going to bring us to a new level yeah right? it's an exciting so, time for sports medicine and rehab therapies for sure it, it is and i i've said you know and if you've listened to me before i say i think right now in veterinary medicine it's the most exciting time that I, since I've been in practice for 25 years to be in practice, um, not only are the things we're doing right now that are great, there's more coming, you know, um, was kind of looking back over last year, we had a really, really strong season with all our regenerative therapies and that kind of goes in that box too. So I see that as a, you know, when we talk about what's going to be for the clinic and some of the growth, uh, our angel PRP system, we just did our first one the other day. So it was December or sorry, January. 13th or whatever or whatever 14th somewhere in there we just did our first angel prp draw for horses that were you know getting ready for the show season so mm-hmm. that's a that's a system that we wanted to use that allows us to get a significant volume of prp at a really good um, price point and that's once we harvest it it's able to be frozen for the year awesome. so those horses can that horse can, yeah. yeah that horse is done for the year now as far as like if he needs other regenerative therapy treatments we can bring it to the barn and take care of him you yeah know, instead the, of them constantly coming back and forth hauling in. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's, it's so evolved from the days of when i used to have to client used to come back with the early days of prp draw prp then they would drive into town to my natural path because he had the he had the only system that wow. I was aware of. And mm-hmm. then they would spin the PRP and then the client would drive it back out and then we would inject it. So anyway, this times you know, have changed. Times are changing, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, uh, yeah, and they're going to continue. Right. Um, so, it, so that's kind of one of them and still have our stem cells in clinic. Uh, we we're on ramping, you know, like this is like crazy fun and crazy scary. We're going to on ramp two vets this year and two amazing vets too. Two like, vets in like three months, yeah, four months, four yeah. months. Yeah. So Dr. Mundy's going to show up here in February. Um, I think he's going to be, um, I, I know he's excited and he's going to be pleasantly surprised at how the pace is going to pick up for him. He's been in practice for the last four, almost five years doing quite a bit of, um, 
medium to lower end. I don't want to say, I don't know how to say that. No, let's just say he's been doing introductory sports medicine and lots of regular equine practice. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's really ready to kind of jump into the competitive scene. Mm -hmm. So that's going to happen for him. And then Dr. Tease is coming back from California. Um, and she's been in an amazing practice there. And she was, and she was here as an intern. Yeah. She came here as a student, did a mentorship or student stuff. And she's been down in California at Pioneer Equine. Crazy great practice. Yeah. You know, kind of the East Bay area of San Francisco. Total hub for sports medicine as well down there. Yeah. You know, and, and, um, a really, you know, anyway, very dialed in and just, you know, um, I know it sounds kind of redundant but like plug and play like she can just she knows the game so mm-hmm. we're pretty you know it's gonna be interesting to see if i can keep up with all these younger, you knew young bucks <laughs> yeah all these people all these people with uh you know they're building them smarter and stronger and yeah. better and better looking you know like there's all these <laughs> things are just coming together like it's so so it's like i said i, I it's a it's a, this is this is an amazing year so mm-hmm. let's jump over to a little bit of community involvement i think you know so we kind of talked about clinic you know we've been really wanting to do something for the last few years just giving back to the community so we're, we're going to continue with all our stuff that we've been doing in the past nothing's going to change there but a big focus for us is going to be airdrie area health cooperative i want to make sure i say this correctly mm-hmm. right so ahc and it it is basically a community community organization that is being put together to change healthcare in airdrie but it's also going to change healthcare in, in alberta and if we're really doing our job and things come together it's going to be a, a chance to change canadian healthcare and i know that sounds kind of big and fluffy um, but I said before, if you're, if you're not setting goals and looking out on the horizon and seeing beyond where you're at today, it's just not near as much fun. And so it's, it's neat that we got to be a part of this. So we're going to really push our CrossFit Cowboys this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go to a newer level as far as our community involvement and the level of the competition. And we upped the ante, you know, last year we raised, I think it was around 12 or $15,000 total, mm-hmm. um, our goal this year is to raise over fifty thousand dollars for this charity. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna, and I was listening to Tony Robbins the other day, and he said, and so Tony, you know, if, if you've ever listened to him, he's pretty, he's intense, and he's a super brilliant guy. And he said, you know, one of the ways to make things happen is state it, so you have to follow through. So yeah. I just stated it on on, our on the internet that yeah. we're going to raise over fifty thousand dollars. So it's going to even push us, push me or our team, I would say, because it's not me, our team even harder. To, to accomplish that goal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that one we're pretty excited about. And that's all doing, all involving Blue Zones. And like I said, the the, the cooperative that's going on. And we're looking to really tie into the community. Um, Matt Laid is a really good friend of mine um, and talked to Tanner Gerlis a little bit while we were at the CFR about rallying, ra- rallying, rally, rallying, sorry. <laughs> I'll get that out. Um, a lot of the Cowboys, right? to get some of these, you know, recently retired cowboys into the ring. I, um, I chased, uh, Jake Vold around a little bit at, at my mom's birthday party on boxing day when he was at our house that to see if he's going to be available. You know, and it's, it comes at a time when it's really hard for those guys. Cause there's a lot of big rodeos. Cause it'll cause, be July 1st. Yeah. It's so like July 1st weekend. And obviously that's the reason we're doing it. It's this air pro rodeo. And we really wanted to be a part of that rodeo, but Pinocchio's on, Williams Lake's on, mm-hmm. and in Canada, and then there's all the American rodeos. Anyway, we're going to get a good turnout. of. I'm going to put out there that we're going to have 10 to 15 solid cowboy, you know, cowgirl 
in the barrel racing mm-hmm. um, celebrity people involved as well as all the competitions from hopefully we'll get you know 30 to 40 maybe 50 crossfits involved mm-hmm. from southern alberta um, as we push towards our charity totally so, be awesome that, it's yeah. gonna be fun and there's gonna be a lot more information coming very shortly about the 2019 edition of crossfit and cowboys but we're just kind of trying to sort it all now the next couple of weeks yeah um you know if we look into this year as far as things that we'd like to be a part of you know we, we really want to continue our relationship with the cfr I felt like Westerner Park did an amazing job mm-hmm. with that. Um, I, I that makes I, you can, Louisa can see me smile. You guys can, but I get, I smile every time I think about it. Uh, you know, I was a big big fan of staying in in Edmonton. I liked the um, the heritage, the, the history of being there forty some years. Mm-hmm. Loved going there for that time of year, and you know, I missed that part. I would say though that Ed, that Red Deer really came to play. Uh, Western Park was right on board for their first major, major rodeo. It just, just fell, came through. So we're looking forward to being a part of that. Um, you know, all our futurity stuff and the, the normal rodeo stuff through the year, you know, Calgary Stampede, all that, you know, it's just every year, just, it's still fun. Like 25 years later, you know, those things are really fun. We're looking to, you know, two veterinarians on ramping and some other things in the background that we'll probably talk about more as we go through the year it's going to be another year of growth for us mm-hmm. um you know in a, in a good sense right yeah. um the clinic's going to move forward on some things we always are thankful for all the clients that have been with us forever and when we say growth i i hopefully hopefully everybody that's been with us for a long time realizes that it's not about giving less service to the people we have already that's why we're adding so many great people because mm-hmm. um, we have some amazing clients that we've had for a long time and the new ones are super fun too yeah, totally. So, it's a great balance. And with more veterinarians, hopefully more people can be served as soon as they need to, right? Yeah, more horses are going to get what they need. Mm-hmm. That's a, what they're looking for. Totally. Right? So so what are your goals for yourself as a veterinarian this year? Do you have anything uh, on the forecast? It, yeah, it's... Uh, All these new yeah, new kids. Yeah, what are your goals? So, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you know, as your season... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I think there's a, there's a spring... There's a spring, summer fall and winter of everybody's life or career i yes. don't think that winter is death for us <laughs> i do think that you know as i look you know we went you know this this past year we went to i went to four days a week in mm-hmm. clinical practice and i don't ever see myself ever not being clinically in practice i do see it you know starting to level off and to start to kind of come down a little bit in the sense of commitment you know in 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 the clinical arena and being able to mentor and be a part of uh, building our young veterinarians. Like I look at what Dr. Toth is doing now and uh, it took me 10 years to get there. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was banging my head, maybe, I don't know, maybe 15. Mm -hmm. And so having the time to spend with our veterinarians, you know, the ones that are developing, you know, with Dr. Mundy, uh, with Dr. Tease and Dr. Toth and then whoever, you know, other veterinarians as they come along, I see that that's a big goal for me right now is mm-hmm. being able to mentor those veterinarians and watch them go further mm-hmm. faster than I did. And knowing that I helped them is a big part of that. So oh, that's, 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 awesome. that's a big part of my goals right now. Um, I'm six solid weeks of, of three on one off CrossFit. So, um, you know, and that doesn't sound like a veterinary goal, but it truly is the, the more I'm dialed in on the CrossFit and the eating, uh, Nancy and I, successfully went through two weeks of complete meal prep on Sunday. Awesome. So foods already, you know, like, um, just allows you to spend more time, 
you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and you know this because we, we do this together, this podcast are a big part of it. Internet presence, you know, mm-hmm. as far as some of the things we're talking about, huge goal for me, you know, and so that's part of the reason that the clinical practice is um, we're going to try and budget more time into these other areas. Mm-hmm. So big part of it. Totally. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so you kind of talked about angel PRP a little bit, but are there any cutting edge procedures or treatments you're looking forward to utilizing more in 2019? Yeah. Like what's um, on the horizon? Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. So we're involved and I mean, it's been out there cause we've been talking about it for a while. So it's not a secret. There's a company, a local company here in Calgary that's put together some technology on 3d ultrasound mm-hmm. and it's a software as a service or a SaaS company. Um, but it allows us to do some imaging in a particular area, i.e. proximal suspensory or flexor tendon injuries, those kinds of things. So we're looking to help them bring that to the market and do the research on it. So really, really cool technology. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. It, it, it's, and you know, and I, and I remember when I was talking about goals, if you set things out on the horizon, you want to be, you know, you want to be careful what you wish for, cause that's going to come to you. I had put in one of my goals a couple years ago that I wanted to be involved in some sort of research that would pro- progress equine sports medicine like it hasn't been progressed for a long time, and this popped up, right? Yeah, so, cool. Yeah, so it's not it's not done yet, but it's it's well on its way. They're a very well-organized group, lots of drive, and they have the financial backing as well. So we just got to be able to keep ourselves in the game so we get all the research done that they need, and so that's going to be a big part of this year. That's exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah. You know, we're still going to have our old friend stem cells around. We, I think Julie did 20, 21 stem cell transplants last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't hold me to the, it might be 18, 19, yeah. might be 22, I don't remember. But somewhere around that 20 uh, stem cell transplants last year. And I feel like our practice really has that dialed in. That's mm-hmm. something that has been around for a while. It's nice that we can do it all in a day. Um, and the... You know, the way it's set up and by harvesting here and not having all the border trade, it's it's got value too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, PRP, the angel part, you know, that amped up for us last year. I see that going in the same direction, even bigger this year, just because clients going to realize it. Well, and the last one too, just uh, at AAP, so when you look at IRAP, which is interleukin receptor antagonist protein, okay, <laughs> so you don't have to remember those words, but IRAP is a really nice regenerative uh, procedure using the horse's own serum to alleviate pain in the joints and super good technology. They've actually released a new system. We're going to get it in March and it's going to almost double the amount of IRAP, which starts to bring us into a better price point for IRAP. And, mm-hmm. and I've always said this, you know, like there's the, you know, when everything starts out, it's super high back in the days when we were talking about the PRP and I used to have to drive it, the client had to drive it into town. Clients were spending $800 for that six mils of plasma. Just basically one shot. Yeah, one shot. And they had to do all the driving and everything. They had to go to the natural path. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and then, and then they, they, they spend the $800. Well now, you know, PRP's come down immensely from that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And the same thing uh, with the IRAP, this new system is going to allow us to get basically more IRAP for a very similar price. So again, it just makes it, more available for more clients to use right mm-hmm. and the more we can step into this regenerative arena i think that, that's where, that's where medicine's headed right like we're always going to have chemicals don't get me wrong there's mm-hmm. always going to be that part but i you know our our focus is to get to as much great regenerative and natural medicine as possible yeah so. totally i think that's awesome yeah 
So you kind of talked about CrossFit. What are some goals for you and your family this year? Some personal stuff. Uh, Chad so, yeah. the human. It's Pat, Chad the human. Okay. Well, you know, we, um, Nancy and I were just talking the other day and for some reason we've had a bunch of clients and friends go to Italy. And oh, cool. Yeah. So we started a savings account um, literally last week to start saving to see if we could go to Italy for a week with our kids, right? That'd so, be awesome. Yeah, so we've never, you know, we, we always we always go to California, so probably won't go to California because budget-wise, we just want to want to do those trips that are fun. So we're gonna we're gonna we're saving to to go to Italy and take our family, take take the boys for sure. Right? That'd be awesome. Yeah, so that's on the list. Um, I really want to. I'd like to compete in a CrossFit competition. I definitely will do CrossFit and Cowboys. I'd like to be in a, um, they call it master's division, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of old old man division, they call it master's division between 50 and 55. So my, one of my goals is to go to a master's level competition in the CrossFit towards the fall. Mm-hmm. Right? Once I, I'm pretty much, I'm almost back to full strength again, as far as that goes. Um, and then being able to grow the clinic, you know, have some really hot ones there as far as things that we're looking to do. You know, with being able to move into the south, that's something that's that's a big part for us is to have a bigger presence there. And we've been talking about it for the last couple of years, and it's it's going to be realized this year mm-hmm. as far as how that's going to come together. So that's a big part for us there. Um, eating healthy, not that that's not that's always on the list for me. Yeah, um, but we, you know, what I'm saying with the meal preps on Sunday. I know this sounds really benign or whatever but just being able to know on sunday that nancy and i know what we're going to eat how we're going to cook for our kids and it allows us to spend more time with them you know this morning i was getting rowan dressed and he was chasing me around the house with his dog you know he was you know just just being able to do more of that i think Mm -hmm. is 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 really important you know he's four years old this year and that's been really fun yeah Um, he's at a cool age yeah and our two 15-year-old boys are at a cool age too, but one of them wants to play. His goal is to make the football team this fall. Cool. So I've been working with him on his diet, uh, so his nutrition and exercising. And the other one wants to make it onto the basketball team, you know, and neither one of them have had, you know, Chet played some hockey, Carson played some soccer when he was a little kid, but neither one of them been on sports teams, so I'm excited about that. That's something that was a big part of when I was a little kid. I played a lot of basketball, a lot of baseball, went to the state tournament, and both those, you know, like had success as a team. You mm-hmm. know, so nice that they're going to be in team sports. So I want to work with them on that level. Um, so Chet's been lifting some weights with us in the gym. Cool. Carson's been playing some basketball, so those things have been good that way. Um, yeah, you know, and and continuing to see my parents you know they were here for christmas and they've been a, you know they're obviously a big part of my life so we're going to go home and see them this summer and have a good visit with them and then make sure we see them around christmas time as well mm-hmm. so those are kind of the most personal goals cool yeah. it sounds like a fun little year you guys have ramping up yeah it will be a lot of well, you're gonna be like a, a real sports dad this year right sounds of it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> going yeah. to all these team events yeah yeah i can i'm getting semblance of my parents used to drag me around from yeah. every, every baseball game from the time i was about literally five years old until i was uh, i went to i got i had a scholarship to play in baseball in college so they did it for 14 yeah. 15 years 
No, you got you got double time. Yeah. So now kid in one, another yeah. sport in the other. Yeah. A four year old running around. Yeah. Yeah. It'll keep us young. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So obviously, like as through this podcast, you've talked a ton about goals and how that's a big part of kind of the clinic and yourself personally and as a veterinarian. So how do you set goals for those listening? Do you have any tips on goal setting? Yeah. It is a great question too, and I think um, you know, I it seems like things show up in our lives at a very pristine time on Sunday I started listening to Tony Robbins again like I mean not the first time I've listened to him mm-hmm. he's, the guys like I said I think he's an amazing human being and one of the things he talked about was that you need to not only re- look at have goals but write them down so I'm big on that mm-hmm. I have f- 17 um, like 17 BHAGs so big hairy audacious goal Right. And that's, I don't remember who coined that phrase. I think it's from good to great. I think think it's Jim Collins. Yeah. Jim Collins. Right. In his book, good to great. I would say that almost every, I don't want to say inspirational, how we say every sort of business coach uses that or has some form of it. So on that glyph, I have 17 of them. And a big hairy audacious goal is something that is almost unachievable. Correct. Yeah. And it's in the, it's off in the horizon, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, you're not going to accomplish it next week. You could accomplish it inside of a year. Usually it's a three to five or a 10 or a 15 or a lifetime goal, mm-hmm. right? So I have 17 of those that I look at every single morning. I have a whole page of uh, affirmations, a little, yeah, about two pages that I go through every single day. And it's all about, for me, it's like getting the social tone up, making sure that I'm smiling when I'm doing it, you know, and that I have the feeling and I can actually visualize it again this all sounds fluffy but if you do your research and you really spend a lot of time looking across you know, like John Maxwell uh, Wayne Dyer Deepak Chopra Tony Robbins uh, there's a there's a lots of other ones and I don't want to be little you know you know uh, Brene Brown you mm-hmm. know, when you start looking at all those different ways of seeing it they all talk about it right like those people that are able to set a goal and visualize it from the end. So a lot of times I, I already, I try to see what I want at the end and then I work my way backwards to today, right? Um, I feel like that's a big part of it. And so that comes together with, I don't think you need to know how you're going to get there. I just think you need to know where you're going and why. Mm-hmm. And the why is a big part of it, I think, you know, is, is how, do, how why, why are you doing this? What, what are you looking to get from it? And what service are you gonna bring to the industry or to your community or to your family, or to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And the more we drive those, the the, the, the more interesting it is. Uh, and the more successful we've been. Right? Mm-hmm. We hit those goals. You know, we just had our level 10 this morning, and, you know, obviously it's... Um, Which is a management meeting. Management meeting. And in that management meeting, you know, we looked at our targets, and by setting them and then putting it out to the group, we hit the targets, right? Yeah. Like, most of the time, probably 80, 90% of the time. And when we don't hit the targets, we don't beat ourselves up. We ask ourselves questions about it. Hey, this is what's going on. Let's change this. Let's do that. Um, it just makes it easier when we all yeah. have that out there. And I feel like the more we do that as a as a group, you know, especially for horse people, you know, like when you're, you know, the CFR is off in the fall. Well, that's a, that's a great goal. Mm-hmm. If you want to be at the CFR in 2019 in Red Deer, Set that up, visualize yourself being there, yep. and then take the necessary steps backwards. So starting with that and like, well, what would I have to do? Well, I'd have to win this. I'd have to do this. I'd yep. have to do that. All the way back to what do I need to do today? 
I need to ride my horse. Yeah. Right. The little things. I need, yeah. I need make, to make sure my sure. horse is feeling good. Make yeah, sure I'm I, feeling good. Yeah. Make sure. And I need to do a good job of eating. I need to make sure I do a good job of sleeping. I need to make sure that I, you know, I'm going to put a plug out there, but I'm going to make sure that my horse is recovering. Right. So that means, do I go to the vet when I going to the vet when I need to making sure that it has electrolytes, making sure it has the proper nutrients, mm-hmm. um, that I am dialed in on its nutrition yeah. that I, you know, I pick the right traveling partner, you know, like, you know, down yeah, to like so who's, who's who, what what air am I breathing? Is the trailer nice for my horse? You know, yeah. like do I like where I'm at? Like you know, um, and just really being able to draw in on all aspects of our life, right? Because mm-hmm. one bleeds over into the other, whether oh, we like totally. it or not. Yeah, yeah. Do I have 100%. the right? You know, am I do working? I have the right partner that's supporting me? Right? Yeah, exactly. If you can't go to CFR, like you know, visualize that horse that runs down that alleyway. It's not a dumpy looking horse, you know, it's a beautiful athlete. And usually those people have great support teams around them because they're gone a lot. You know, yeah. you need to make sure that all aspects of your life are feeding into your goals for sure. Yeah. And, and surrounding yourself with a, a mentor, like mentors or really good group, you know, and, and when we're saying right people, right seats, that's one of the things that um, we have worked on for years and years and years here is that if I go in the ditch one day and I wake up and I'm a little bit sour on life, there's enough people around me. They're like, Chad, you're not yourself today. You're not being you and you're dragging us down. So what do we need to do to get yeah. you back on the road so that you're going towards the goals that we have set? Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, you need that person that's not only kind to you, but also not so kind. And I don't mean mean, but just, Hey, you promised me you were going to be on target for this goal. And today you're in the ditch. What, what do we need to do to get you out? Right. So mm-hmm. I think having that kind of, um, reflection is kind of nice too yeah i mean there's that it's a famous quote and i'm i think i've heard of fallon taylor say it the famous bro racer but it's (laughs) which is like i'm not yeah her and baby flow um but it's that you're most similar to the five people that you surround yourself with yeah right so So like if you're looking at your circle and you're not really seeing you're not really liking what you're seeing reflecting back it's going to be pretty hard to achieve your goals if you're surrounded by people that don't believe you can achieve them right yeah, no, it's super, super important mm-hmm. what you just said. So whether it's personal or in business, you know, everyone's got to be on the bus. Yeah, they do. They do. And and, and it's super important that they um, are there in the good and the bad. Right? I think that's the other one totally. you know, when, you talk, when you talk about that. Because um, we all know there's going it, to, it's not hard to, it's not hard to look at your goals when we sit down this morning and the targets are hit. It's pretty easy. But yeah, last like, week, cool. <laughs> yeah, last week when the target wasn't hit, right? I'm kind of in a pissy mood for 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, we didn't do that. Why did we do that? Sometimes that's when you grow the most, right? Is mm-hmm. those days. So it's being able to carry on through the, you know, the misses, right? Yeah. So, and that having the tenacity. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. I think tenacity is key in horse mm-hmm. life, in real life, in business life. I mean, you're not always going to win. Right. You know. And, and, and famous rodeo comment you hear people that are really, really good at this is, is, you know, you say to him, well, how was your last weekend? Oh, I didn't do very good. I got bucked off or I missed my steer or I knocked a barrel or whatever. And in the very next breath, they're like, but I'm entered up next weekend and I'm dialed in. Right. Yeah. I think that's, that's what I like is that when you hear people say, yep, I missed my horse out or whatever, but I'm, I'm entered up on Thursday and it'll be a better day. Right. Yeah. So they're always looking for that next, that yeah, next goal. Totally. I mean, to like hauling for the worlds this year, it's not always, you don't like there was, weeks where I was not happy with how I was riding or how my horse was or both of us or you know there's little things but you have to keep going and you know I made world finals and I certainly did not win every time I entered the herd but you have to be (laughs) mentally strong enough that you can show up at the next one 
forget what you need to forget from that bad experience and then learn from what you need to learn from and then yeah. go show your horse, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then it is what happens in the end. Yeah. You know? No, that's exactly that prime example. Yeah. yeah I would totally. agree 100%. Um, d- tricks that we, you know, got people that I would look to as far as if you're wanting to, you know, Jim Rowan is his name. R-O-H-N is probably has one of the coolest ways of setting goals. And that's how Tony Robbins does a lot of his stuff. Like he maybe doesn't give credit to Jim when he talks about it and not because he doesn't, but he was his teacher mm-hmm. is a really cool, if you want to go on the internet and look, um, John Maxwell does a good job of it too. You know, as far as if someone's looking for a template mm-hmm. um, and, or Tony Robbins, Tony has a really cool template. Darren Hardy from success magazine. is another one that has little pimp templates. I think Louise has got one that she either borrowed or brought up that maybe you guys could bug her on the internet too, that we're going to use for the clinic on um, looking at things with your, how to, oh, how to draw yeah. in. I was like, to, what? No, yeah, um, you're looking at me. I was like, yeah. And I was like, what are you kind of, talking so about? I was kind like, of a Fallon cool, Taylor? <laughs> no, it's kind of a cool little funnel, like how you start with a certain amount of, this is what I'm looking for. And it's got Yeah, usually and, I start with like, you know, I kind of split personal and professional, especially if you're like, we're bringing it to the staff. So, um, and then from there, like six things that you want to achieve, but then you have to really funnel it down into like the one thing that you think is almost impossible pick that one because it's really scary and then tell people it because you know I making world finals for me I was just a little baby loper in 2012 2011 did not get raised in a horse family like just really wanted to ride cutting horses but didn't even really know what cutting was which is confusing in and of itself that I wanted to do that sport but that's what I wanted to do and I just knew that I was going to make world finals and I mean which is which is weird but it was like that's what I'm going to do and I had the right connections and people and everything kind of fell into place but I think that when you put it out there and you really figure out something that is like your biggest dream and you say it out loud even if people like roll their eyes at you or think you're crazy the more you say it, it just comes true. And now, so my goal now is to become a world champion. You know, now I was sixth in the world. So one day I want to be a world champion and I want to, you know, take a horse to the Futurity one time. And I think that's going to be easy enough. I mean, I did it years ahead of when I thought I would. So, yeah. And, and definitely one of the things I liked about the little chart or system that you brought together is, and again, I'm quoting Tony again, but it's not just Tony. I mean, everybody else would talk about this what you what you think about and what you focus on will you will bring about or will come about right Mm -hmm. so if you're not thinking if you're thinking the opposite of going to the world finals uh, that's a pretty good chance that's what you can get yeah right? i'll if you're never always make a, it yeah, yeah i'm no i'm no good at this yeah, i don't have a horse I, ne- yeah. I don't have a horse and i don't have the money and mm-hmm. you know i didn't grow up with it well that's bullshit right like just turn the corner right turn the corner totally. and be like hey I'm showing up there mm-hmm. and I'm going to do well and yeah. I'm going to win. Yeah. And if you I don't, don't know how at the moment, yeah, I just know that's where I'm headed. Right. Yeah. Like just having the, 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 the determination to do yeah. that. So. To me, like little goals, like I want to exercise more. Like you just need to really refine that and make it bigger. Like you want to exercise more because you want to feel better about yourself. You want to ride better. You, you know, you want to be whatever, if you're maybe a barrel racer lighter for your horse to go fast. Or for me, it was at the time I didn't have a horse. So I started working out. So I knew when that opportunity would come, I would physically be ready to jump on a horse. You know, it's like all those little things, make them bigger, like put them into a bigger picture and see what happens. Because if you're like, Oh, I'm going to go for a run this morning. That really, that's cool. But that doesn't have anything to do about your end game. Yeah. So true. 
Yeah. I did him. Yeah. Retweet. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if Chad knows. Yeah, he probably knows what retweet means. <laughs> I don't know if he's on the Twitter. But... Yeah. And I do know what that means. Yeah. So, even for an old guy. <laughs> All right. So I think I think what we want to we want to know our listeners' goals. We're getting about 200 to 300 listens a podcast, which is really cool. Yeah. And we still don't really know who those people are. Like we have some people like and comment on our Energy Coin Facebook page, but certainly we're not having 200 people comment on our podcast. So yeah, we kind of want to know who's listening and what your big crazy goals are for 2019 yeah. or onward, I think. Yeah. We're all about helping each other. Yeah, totally. So leave us a comment. Tell us what your big goals are. And who knows, maybe we can help you some way. I don't know if we can. I mean, it might be, we're probably not going to help you win a million dollars or anything like that, but we might be able to help you in some way. We'll send some positive energy. Yeah, we'll send some positive energy. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Thank Thank you. you. Bye.